This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from. From a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture. And whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective. And open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave. Taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano. Football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live 
from Murph's Fan Cave. This is episode number 179 of Raiders Fan Radio, and appreciate everybody joining us here live in the Fan Cave. Appreciate everybody in the chat, as always, that joins us each and every week. Uh, you can jump in the chat and join us live every Wednesday night, usually around 7 o'clock Eastern Time, uh, and you can uh, participate in the best chat room uh, in, in all of Raider Nation, and appreciate everybody in there tonight. Michelle Sweat, Titer Raider, uh, Atticus B. Rockin', the Raider Critique, uh, Raider Tommy is in there, Super Him is in there, Todd Clements is in there, Raider Rue is in there, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider is in there, Kill Jadis is in there, Salvador is in there, uh, Raider Cody, what's up Cody? Uh, and uh, uh, Raider Jay is in there. So and pre- Ron just got in. Uh, Ron made it. Ron made it. Uh, uh, there's 19 this- people watching now and Ron was number 19. We didn't, what the hell are you doing? I started the show without Ron. What? I'm sorry. My bad, Ron. I, I, Come on, I, man. No disrespect. Hey, no disrespect. Uh, Kevin Raider Nerd is in there. What's up, Kevin Raider Nerd? Appreciate everybody joining us in the chat. Yes, please join us at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave every week and, uh, and enjoy the chat room. They're a lot of fun. They know more about football than we are uh, than we do. They're definitely funnier than we are. It's a great time in there, uh, and, and so appreciate that. And also thank you to those of you that listen to us on the audio feed of the podcast, which you can find on any podcast service at Murph's Fan Cave. Now, uh, that disembodied voice that you heard earlier Get ready for this chat room. Get ready for this, those of you that are joining us on the YouTubes, because Swag Jeff has returned to the fan cave. And Swag Jeff has returned in fabulous, fabulous HD. Swaggo with the new camera going on over there. What's up, Swag Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. That's 4K Swag coming at you. Yes, look at that. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Dude, it's so you. good. Look at, look at that, man. It is so good. Murph must have had a, a good month in commission because <laughs> Swag got a new camera. It's amazing. You got the new camera, man. It looks. Oh, yeah, my look, gosh. Yeah, it's looking good, man. So, yeah. Uh, Holy cow. Uh, yeah, it's Jeff Murphy, I just saw, popped in the chat. Adam Hill is in there, your, your other best friend that's yeah. not Michelle. Uh, yeah, man. 4K, dude. Like, I don't know if it's Full on for whatever it is, it's way higher resolution than it's anything a lot you better ever, than <laughs> than that CRT monitor thing you had going yeah, on before. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, it was just like a regular old webcam. It was just like a regular old webcam. Uh huh. Yeah, now, you're no longer an afterthought here in a fan. No, camp. no, I think my camera might be better than Mosh's. I think it is better than Mosh's, and we can say that because Mosh isn't here. Mosh isn't here tonight. Just me and Swag Jeff. Yeah, and yeah, so, and, and what was it? Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Because Uncle Mosh is, uh, I think he is taking a trip uh, to out west to uh, do a little uh, do a little casino sports. A little casino sports is what Mosh does. Yeah, that's what he does. That's it's what you do when you're on fall break with the kids. That's there you go. Exactly. So uh, Mosh is out of the fan cave this week doing a little vacation to uh, the Tunica Gaming Establishment. Oh, I wish I was there. I know, me too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we only got back from Vegas a couple weeks ago and I'm already ready, itching. ready to go back ready well, to yeah. start throwing dice again. I know it's too funny, man. Or it's too fun. Uh, anyways, uh, 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 thank you to those of you again joining us tonight. A lot of, lot of folks in the, in the chat room tonight, man. I love it when our chat room just absolutely blows up and, uh, and, and it's going on in there tonight. Uh, Raider Cody uh, said, uh, much respect, Swaggy J, wearing a Matt Schaub jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I said, actually, this is the number eight Raider Cody jersey. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's his favorite quarterback. Well, there you it go. It is his favorite quarterback. I thought that was your Marcus Tuiasa Sopo jersey, Jeff. No, but it is a Marcus. But it is a Marcus. It is a Marcus. If you turn to the fan cam, you will see that it is Mariota. There it is. And then the swag Jeff right there. Right next to each other. Just brothers in arms right there, man. I know. I know. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. He's like my sixth best friend. Yeah. (laughs) 
and you're, we're going to return to a, a, a fan favorite around here, Swago. Yeah. A little uh, little Aloha Corner might be coming up soon. Huh, let's see. Uh, stay tuned there, Raider Nation. All right, let's jump into it tonight. Uh, so much to get to tonight. Um, I've got, we've got a lot. So, uh, as always, we do, But uh, and, and, and appreciate you joining us. Uh, but first, let's do a little business. Uh, check us out. Uh, and our new foundation that uh, we have formed with, with yes. the uh, aforementioned Raider Cody yes. and appreciate his partnership in the One Nation Foundation. Uh, Cody put out a really cool tweet uh, this week where he had said he was going to match whatever the Raiders' point total was with a donation to the Raider, uh, to the One Nation Foundation. Um, and a lot of people jumped in with that and said, hey, I'll do that too. So if you are, are in a position where you're able to give, please consider the One Nation Foundation as a, as a point for you to give to, to. Call it a tithe. Call it a charity donation. Um, however you choose to frame it. But just know this. We're going to take 100% of that money and give it to a fabulous Raider-related charity. Uh, first and foremost will be the XOXO Stabler Foundation. And then ultimately the Bolitnikoff Foundation, Greater Youth Sports Association, and anybody else that, that, that uh, we decide to give the money to. And so please uh, help us do that. Uh, that is just go to onenationfoundation.net. There's a donate button. Takes you to PayPal. There it goes. Money goes right on in. Perfect. And, uh, and we're going to turn that money right around and give it to... Such a to cool thing. Gosh, I love it. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, I love man. that. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's, and shout out Raider Cody. I mean, that's, you know... Could not have done it without him. No, absolutely not. And absolutely. just and what a cool cause. You know, but we last year we did... You know, obviously we did Bolitnikoff, and this year we started and wanted to do Stabler. But you know what? We decided, let's give it all to everybody. Why not? Let's do them all. Why not? Let's do them all. Let's see how much money we can actually generate here, and uh, and we're just going to give it all away. So uh, we're coming up on the holiday season uh, just here in a couple of months. A lot of people like to give during the holidays. So, again, please consider One Nation Foundation. I know it's tough, man. Look, we're still in this pandemic thing. A lot of folks are, are still, you know, struggling with work and employment and like and incomes are down. I get it. So if you're not in a position like this is not us laying a guilt obligated thing on you. But if you are in a position where you can give, heck, even if it's a couple bucks, man. And we know that the PayPal works because we were sitting at Stage Door Casino in <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. And my hard-earned money that I was going to use to put in a, in a slot machine, yeah. uh, Murph and, and Cody go, hey, test the PayPal. S- send us send well, us. We five- did guilt you. S- you guilted me. We will me, guilt you. Which, which, it's perfect. I mean, yeah. take my money. Yeah. Take my money, you know. But, but yeah, it was. they were like, hey, it's, send five bucks. And I was like, okay, cool. And I sent five bucks. And they were like, oh, I don't know if we got it. Send five bucks. <laughs> and I sent another five bucks. And to, after 20 bucks later, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, it was the you, first actual donation into the PayPal account. So it does work, Raider Nation. Use it. Absolutely. Right on, man. Appreciate that swag, Jeff. Yes, thank you for being the first contributor to the One Nation Foundation. All right. Uh, uh, we always reference back our episode number, back to something significant within Raider Nation. Yeah, we do. And this is episode number 179 of Raiders Fan Radio, as I mentioned. And Swag Jeff takes us on this journey through Raider Nation, ties it back. What you got this week? Absolutely. So uh, so we, we normally highlight a season every now and then, a career. Uh, but we're, uh, we're going to talk about a career today. Oh, we're going to talk okay. about a career and, and a guy that we don't talk about a ton, but we should. Uh, he wore number seventy-five. Well, heck, let's go back to the uh, let's go back to the fan, fan cam. cam there, and there's number seventy-five right next to you. The uh, the legendary Howie Long. Howie Long. Howie Long. Eighty-four sacks, ten fumble recoveries, two interceptions for eighty-four yards. Isn't that amazing? Wait a minute. Do that again. 
We're at 179. 80, 84. Yeah, we're at episode 179. Yeah. We're not going to do math. Oh, okay. Don't okay, worry about okay, that. Okay, no, okay. don't 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 got, take I off your shoes. I started having a panic attack there. Don't take off your okay. shoes. We're not going to be on. counting. 84 okay, sacks. Right. Okay, career 80, as a 80, Raider. All right, okay. 10 fumble recoveries. Okay. Two interceptions for 84 yards. Okay. But this man played 179 games in silver and black. No, he did. Nice, Jeff. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. Good job, Swaggo. Absolutely. 179 games in silver and black. Raider Rue says that 179 is the actual yards per carry that Gunther's defense has given up. <laughs> I love it's per carry. Yeah, per carry. Per carry. They yeah. just run straight through out, the back out of the zone. Yeah. The they do a Bo yeah. Jackson and they just keep going. <laughs> just keep on going. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Good stuff there, Raider Roo. Uh, all right, Swaggo, let's get some contact information. Jump into the show. <laughs> all right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard (laughs) as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right. <laughs> Good job, Swag. Well, yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, Raider Nation, uh, to kick off the show tonight, we're going to do a little bit of respect. We uh, we don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. Nothing wrong with those things. Yeah. But around here, we like to, uh, like hey. to get a little bit of respect. You hey. know what I mean? All right. So, first and foremost, let's respect. Put some. It, you don't even have to put respect on his name because his name equals respect. Yes. I'm talking about the GOAT. I'm talking yes. about one of the goats to wear number 24 around here in Raider Nation. Talk about Charles Woodson. Yes. And today is Charles's 44th birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday. The only jersey, Jeff, yes. I own of a player that is younger than me. Really? Yeah, because Woodson's 44. I'm 47. Wow. Tyrone Wheatley is the next closest. He's 48. He's a year older than I am. And then all the rest of my jerseys are old guys. That's your rule, huh? Howie Long, Stabler, Bolitnikoff, whatever. Is that Bo your Jackson. rule? I mean, is that? Pretty much. I've never bought. I had a Derek Carr jersey, the one that I traded to you, but I didn't buy it. Somebody bought it for me. Oh, okay. But then I ended up trading it to you anyways because it got too big for me. What did I trade you? That blacked out 24 Jonathan oh, Avery Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I gave to my kid because he didn't well, have a Raider go. jersey. And so I gave it, and it looks better on him. Like, just yes. the way that it fits, it looks better yeah. on him. It's yeah, a yeah. badass jersey. Oh, it's sweet. Like, I didn't want to, you know, I, I didn't give it to him because I didn't like it. I yeah. just, it just looks better on him. And so, yeah, anyways, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but no, so that's, so anyways. But Woodson, man, like, there is literally nothing I can say that would describe how you as a Raider fan feel about Woodson because 
he literally is one of the all-time greatest. So I'm just going to play this. Let's go revisit Charles Woodson's final game in Oakland and the speech that he gave to the crowd to Raider Nation. It's on. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders fans, can y'all hear me? Hey, just one time, I need it. Raiders. (laughs) So good, dude. Raiders. Raiders. Hey, hey, listen. Listen, man, it's, uh, it's been a joy for me to come back and play here for a second time around. You guys welcome me back with open arms as if I never left. I just want you to know how much that means to me, means to my family, my two boys. Man, it's been great. Though this is my last game in the Coliseum, just know that I'll never leave you. Go Raiders. That's beautiful. Yes. That gives me chills, man. Yes. I get the, I get the chill bumps from that. Just I know love this. That. I never leave you. And he hasn't. He's no. never left us. He, and he, he never will. He never will. He represents Raider Nation just as strong as anybody that's ever played for this team. And so yeah. much respect to the GOAT. Much respect to Charles Woodson. And, uh, and happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next up, we're going to give some respect to Richard Miller. Richard Miller yes. is an artist. Um, I w- remember this name, Ether, I think is how you pronounce it. It's A-E-T-H-E-R. Um, he has a YouTube channel uh, that is in our show notes. And then also you can find Richard Miller's art on Fine Art America, which that link is also in our show notes. So why do I bring that up? What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states at MLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. I bring that up because Richard drew this fantastic picture. That is so it's so awesome. cool. It's like a comic book style of Stabler and Bolitnikoff sitting on their helmets. I sent him the picture and I because he said, "What what picture can I do for you?" And I said, "Well, how about this one?" Because these are the two charities we're giving to. And so he drew that amazing picture in that in that comic book style, which fits perfect here in the. I fan wonder if cave. he could do a Mariota. <laughs> yes, he could. <laughs> well, and I'm glad you brought that up because here's the thing: I want to give respect to Richard because. 
He gave this to me to hang up in the fan cave. And if yeah. you can see the other back half of the fan cave, there's a bunch of comic book stuff over here. So it actually fits perfectly here in the fan cave. Yes. But he is going to do another piece of art. Now, originally, I thought he was just going to do two of these. Yeah. And we were going to auction one off and then give all the proceeds to One Nation Foundation. Today, he sent me an email and he goes, well, I can draw anything. Like, what would you like me to draw? And I said, you know what? I don't know. Let's ask. So chat room. Yes. Like, what do you what what would be a cool picture or at least give me a cool player that you would want to see Richard do his art? And if you want to see what his stuff looks like, you can go to that YouTube channel and there's actually one of those like quick like like sped up, you know, um whatever videos yeah, of him, like a time lapse. Yeah, of him doing this exact picture. It's badass. So go check it out. And then whatever player, heck, we just talked about Charles Woodson. If you want a cool Charles Woodson and maybe throwing up the O or like oh, yeah. something like that, like mm -hmm. tell us what you want to see. I'll yeah, let Richard Daniel know. Daniel Manga says uh, Charles Woodson. Raider Tommy says Bo Jackson. Superhim says Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson's always Bo Jackson a big be a favorite. sweet one. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So whatever, we'll just. Jeff, you help me decide. We'll kind of get through the show, and then whatever the, the most suggestions come through, I'll tell him that player, and then we'll auction that off. Then he'll do it and, and send it off to us. So appreciate Richard Miller, and appreciate him supporting the One Nation Foundation um, by, uh, by donating his art, man. You know around here, we're big fans of however your fandom, your Raider fandom manifests in you, whether it's through your art or you know a podcast or your music or whatever it is, you know, um, cosplay, like any of that stuff, we love it. And so we want to always support that. Um, so, so appreciate you, Raider Nation. Let us know who you want to see. All right. Jeff. Sir. I got more respect. We yeah, got a lot you of do. respect tonight, man. Yeah, we, you do. We're all about lifting each other up around here. This, is, this one is really freaking cool. All right. So one of the things, one of the traditions that started after Al Davis' passing was the lighting of the flame at the Coliseum and now at, at, uh, at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, and that is, um, you know, the fire that burns brightest uh, is the will to win, is what Al Davis' famous quote was. And so that's what the torch then represents. So they have these amazing folks that come in and light the thing, from former players to, you know, whatever, front, out, front office folks, you name it. The, the first one in Las Vegas was, of course, Carol Davis, uh, Mark Davis's mom, Al Davis's wife, she was the one to light the torch for the first time. Do you, Jeff, know who lit it before the Buffalo game? I do not know. I do. You know, I don't know why. Why is that? Because very good friend of the show and actually contributor around here. Uh, we call him Chuck Splatterhead McCann, the host yeah. of the fan club blitz. His nephew, his name is Matt Espinoza. Okay. Is a frontline medical worker. He's a nurse in Las Vegas. And the Raiders honored the frontline medical workers from the city of Las Vegas to light the torch. All right? So there's a big group of them of it looks like about 20 folks that showed up. But the guy that actually hit the button in the front is Chuck Splatterhead McCann's nephew, Matt Espinoza. How no badass is that? So no there's, kidding. There's Matt with the frontline workers. He got to light the freaking torch. That, look wow. at, speaking of chills, look at I got him again. It's so that is so cool. Cool. Like, while the rest of us are just, you know, freaking just jonesing to get into the stadium, 
and here one of our own, or at least affiliated with one of our own, yeah. got to go in and that light the, so hit the cool. button. The first guy to hit the button that wasn't named Davis. That's legit, <laughs> That's dude. That's legit, man. Oh, my gosh. How man, cool is that? Crazy respect, first and foremost, to what you folks do for a living. Oh, my and gosh, I, yes. And I know we've got a lot of first responders that are in our chat, a lot of folks that we know that, are, that work in the medical field or in law enforcement or, you know, firefighters. Crazy respect to you folks, people in the military. I mean, like we could go on and on for the amount of first responders we have that are that are uh, tied into our show for uh, from a listener perspective. So crazy respect to all of you for what you do each and every day. Whether you're defending our democracy, you know, protecting us, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Thank you, and so crazy respect to Matt Espinoza for being able to, to not only what he does for a living, but hitting the damn button, dude. That's the, right. That's crazy cool. Yep. Crazy so cool. Crazy cool. All right. I got one more, one more bit of respect. And Jeff, I'm going to ask you and the rest of our listeners to kind of go on a little bit of a journey with me because I'm going to I'm going to bring up some things that are not Raider related, but then make them very Raider related. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, one of the things we like to do around here on this show is we don't want to just give you the run of the mill breakdown of stats and players and you know what I mean? And like nothing wrong with that, but that's just not what we do. That's not our, our vibe around here. We, we don't pretend to be analysts. We're just fans. And you know, we're fans of a lot of things. I, I chose the name fan cave because there's a lot of fandom going on in here. Yeah. There's, you know, clearly the Raiders first and foremost, but there's genre stuff. There's Lord of the Rings. There's Star Wars. There's what music. A lot of music stuff. Yeah. I'm a big music guy. Now, I'm not a musician, but I'm a big music guy. I love music. I love rock and roll music. I love harder rock and roll music. I love Van Halen. Van Halen as a kid growing up was one of my absolute favorite bands. Eddie Van Halen was like my first like rock hero that wasn't in a band that was one of my parents. Like my all-time favorite bands are like Zeppelin and the Beatles and the Stones and the Who and like those are my favorite bands kind of of all time, but those were my parents' bands. They weren't my band. Right. Van Halen was like the first band that was mine. Yeah. Eddie was my guy. And my dad even liked Eddie Van Halen. He was like that guy can play. Like Eddie Van Halen and who sadly passed yesterday after a long bout with cancer. Eddie Van Halen was widely regarded as the greatest guitar player of all time. At a minimum, I put him second because to me it's Hendrix. Yes. And then Eddie's right there after him. And then from there you can go Jimmy Page and you can go Slash and you can go whatever. You can go a whole different sure, bunch of directions absolutely. in terms of guitars. But to me it's like one and one A are Hendrix and, 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 Ed, and Eddie, okay? And the reason that Eddie was so amazing was – you know, Hendrix took this whole like, notion of like, you play an instrument a certain way. Yeah. But then Jimmy was like, nah, I don't want to do that. I'm going to take a right-handed guitar, string it upside down, left-handed, play it that way. I'm going to poke holes in my amplifier. I'm going to change the way we record it. Like he completely changed the way the, the, the game was played. Okay? Yes. And then Eddie took that and then like just took it into the absolute stratosphere. Yeah. All right. Well, why do I bring all that up? Well, first off, I want to respect Eddie Van Halen for being who he was, the joy that he brought to not just me, but to millions, and I hope a lot of you in the, in the chat room, the diversity of his portfolio. The guy was just 
It was a freaking virtuoso, man. He was amazing. And, and I got the good fortune of seeing them twice. That's why I'm wearing these, this Van Halen shirt. This actually incarnation of the band isn't my favorite. I'm more of a Dave guy than a Sammy guy. But I saw them live. This is, from, this is the shirt I bought in 1993 when I saw them live at the Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain View, California. Okay? So, so cool. So, like, I mean, so I, I mean, anyways, it was a big deal to me that he passed. And now why was it a, such a big deal? And I promise I'm going somewhere later with this. Stay tuned. Why was it such a big deal? Well, because you have an emotional connection to the craft, right? Like, I was, I was thinking about this a lot yesterday, Jeff. I'm not one to get, like, too tied up into celebrity deaths. Like, it doesn't, like, rock me very much. But this one kind of rocked me, and I was wondering why. And I was thinking about the other times I've been rocked by a celebrity passing. One, the first one I can ever remember. And I've been around for a lot of famous people to pass. Sinatra, Farley, Aretha Franklin. Like, there's been some, some big monumental celebrities sure. that have passed sure. but they didn't rock me stabler rocked me when stabler passed away it rocked me when carrie fisher died that one rocked me i i that was emotional for me when carrie yeah and then eddie van halen well why does that do you get like that well it's because you get these emotional attachments to what to greatness you tie stabler to greatness to winning to super bowls Carrie Fisher, like the all-time movie saga, franchise, whatever. Tied her to that. Eddie Van Halen, to the, being the greatest guitar player, the, the, this brilliant uh, uh, craftsman, okay? Yes. All that said, now here's where I'm going to get raidery with it. You and I were talking about something not long ago, mm -hmm. this week, earlier this week, mm -hmm. and we were talking about, and so let me, I'm going to leave the respect for Eddie over here, and I'm going to go into Raider land. We were talking about the pass that John Gruden has got during this time of struggle for the team. Okay. And we were holding Derek solely accountable for a lot of issues. So does sure. Raider Nation. And I think what I landed on was the emotional connection. I emotionally connect with people like Eddie Van Halen, Kenny Stabler, Kerry Fisher. That equates to greatness in whatever it is that they do. I don't equate that to Derek Carr. But I do equate it to with John Gruden. We've seen John Gruden win Super Bowls. Not with our team, but we saw him win one. We saw what our team was prior to his arrival and saw him bring us to greatness. We have a reference point, an emotional connectivity to greatness with somebody like John Gruden. Yeah. We don't have that with Derek Carr. We have an emotional connectivity to stats. And what do stats get us? <laughs> a whole lot of nothing. A whole lot of nothing. So I think that's what <sighs> the difference is. Now, if maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. Maybe you have a different opinion. I don't know. But I, just something that kind of came full circle for me. This 2020 has been a crazy year. And I think that by losing somebody like Eddie and the significance of that and then tying it into like a different form of my fandom with the same emotional resonance that I had to the Raiders, what I yeah. did, did to music, I think that there's something to it. And I think that, Jeff, with somebody like Derek, if you've got to explain it, then it's probably not working. Like if you flip on a Van Halen record... You don't need anybody to explain to you why it's good. You just rock out. You just enjoy it. If I have to have somebody explain to me why Derek Carr is a good quarterback and I can't just watch him on TV and go, man, he's great, then maybe something's missing. I'm just, again, just a fan, just an opinion. I'm just wondering that if you've got to explain it, then maybe it's not working. And the last point that I'm going to make is that whether it's Derek or anybody else, and I ask you, chat room, at what point do we hold them accountable? At what point is it? At what point do you say, okay, yeah, you do have to be accountable to this? I don't know. And I get this is a rhetorical question. I don't have an answer. I'm just saying that at some point, 
Well, what point do you have to? What point do you have to put your hand up and say I'm the problem? Yeah, I don't know. Is that fair? Oh, absolutely. Am I completely off the rails here? Do you see? Did no. you did did I track it all with that, Jeff? I know. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm kind of all over, but at like, you know, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, you said it. I mean, who, I mean, who's to blame? You know, where, where are we at? You know, I mean, has who has run its course? Who has run its course? Is it DC? Is it Gruden? Is it both? I mean, obviously it's Gunther. I mean, just ask Ra- <laughs> just ask Raider Roo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ask Raider Roo in the chat. But but yeah, you know, I mean, you know, we've seen Gruden be great. We've you seen know? Gruden be great. And I we've think seen that's- Gruden be great as a Raider and unfortunately as a Buccaneer beating the Raiders. But, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you said it all. You said well, okay. Well, I, I, thanks, and I and I'm you know and look and I'm not looking for validation. If I'm off, I'm off. And chat room, tell me if I'm off, and you know, tweet me, email us, let let us know what your thoughts are. But like, there was just something about like the emotion because it was it's a curious time, and it was like, well, why is that? Why is it that we rail Derek immediately, but we don't rail John Gruden? Like, if anybody should be accountable to the freaking lack of success, it should be him. He's the one that's. Not only is he buying the groceries, but he's cooking dinner. He's right. the guy. Right. Like, why is it that we scream and holler about Derek Carr when, like, Derek's just over here going, hey, man, what did I do wrong? Because he's the face of the franchise. Well, that's the thing. But And again, and I think it's because we just don't have that emotional connection to him. I really, I, I don't. Because what is it that we've ever, the, 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 at best, we can connect to 2016. Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt. So we yep. never even got a chance to see him be... Yep. You know, like, I think probably my favorite Derek Carr moment was when he broke his freaking pinky and he went into the locker room and he came running back out and retook the field. That was like his Willis Reed moment. It was like, whoa, he's back. What a gamer. What a warrior. What a good, like, he, he's doing it. Like, that was to me, like, the most excited I've ever been about Derek Carr. That more so than any touchdown pass, any stat, any anything was that moment because that's when he showed to me heart and leadership. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So, anyway. Yeah. And, you know, I mean... <sighs> A lot of, I mean, obviously, as as Raider Nation, I mean, myself included, and I know you included. You know, he's he's the guy that's going to take the blunt of, of of the blame. You know, but you know, I mean, Derek Carr doesn't play defense. You know, when we give up thirty plus points a game, I think every game that we've played this season, that ain't good. That ain't good. You know, but we need to go down there and score. Yeah, Dan Marino never had a defense or running game either. Drew Brees has had spells in his career where he hadn't had a defense. Yeah. Tom Brady had Troy Brown, one of his wide receivers, playing cornerback. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, you, hear, make- you heard Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers quote this week, you know, off years for me are still career years for some guys. Amen, dude. You know, and, and he's not wrong. He's, he's not, not wrong. wrong. Greatness is greatness. And I, you know? and I think that we, again, here we go back to that emotional connection. We have an emotional connection to greatness. Yeah. The greatness, it's literally in one of our slogans. The greatness of the Raiders yeah. is in its future. That's uh-huh. Al Davis speaking. Well, That's not you, me. That's, right. You know what I mean? That's, and you know, you look you look at guys like you look at a guy like Stabler, you know, your your favorite all-time Raider ever. His stats weren't amazing. Nope. You know, he threw a crap load of picks. You know, I mean, he threw for twenty five hundred yards or whatever, but he won. He won. He was clutch and he won a Super Bowl. You know, I mean Took us to the playoffs several times. Plunkett was the same way. You know, I mean, Still not great up in stats. The playoffs. Threw a, you know, a 
you know, not a, not pass, a, yeah, you know, not not a, a pretty gra- football, not, not a, a pretty football, uh-uh. but he won. He was clutch and he won, you know? So it's crazy, man. I, I, you know, look, and this is not rooting against Derek and we'll get feedback every once in a while. They'll be like, Oh Murph, you just want to get him out of time. I really don't. I really don't. I no. I like the guy. I really want him to be the best. I want him yeah. to, you know, when I, when I look at a, we look at a game like this last week, he beats Kenny Stabler's record. He earned, earned, not was given. He earned the last big Raider passing record and now owns them all. Yes. And congrats to him on that. In a game where Much they respect. were in a game where they were down by 14 points in the fourth quarter and he fumbled twice. Sure. Like, like, and I hate that there's that, that asterisk. Like that's to me, again, I'm not crapping on the guy. Please do not misread what I'm saying. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But when I look at that game in Buffalo, it was a microcosm of kind of what his career has looked like. They're like, yeah, this one thing looks great, but then what was the result? What was the outcome? Well, not so hot. When you really dig into it, and I know it's not his fault. Like I, I mean, part of it is, but it's not like overtly his fault. It's right. not like he's got an intact offensive line. It's not like he's not down his three starting wide receivers. I get it. It's just the optics of it, man. I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this. I don't even know what my point is. All I'm saying is this, Raider Nation. It's a, it's a tough battle, and I'm going to say right. this. Let me end on this. Let me end okay. on this. Let's go beat the Chiefs. Every single thing anybody has ever got to say about Derek Carr and the Raiders, front office, coaching staff, Paul Gunther, all evaporates if we go and beat the Chiefs in yes. Kansas City. Amen. Let's go do that. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, Raider Nation, uh, we're going to do a little bit of business here real quick, and then we're going to jump into uh, <laughs> we're gonna jump into a couple segments. We're going to have a lot of fun here tonight. Uh, but let's pay, the, let's pay some bills, uh, and we do that through MyBookie. Winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Rejoice! The NFL has returned. For now. Uh, thanks, Titans. Uh, that means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in on the action. Use promo code CAVE, that is C-A-V-E, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in pre- free play and designed to add more. Excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code CAVE, that is C-A-V-E, and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. 
All right, friends. Now, just know this. We love to play around here at Raiders Fan Radio. And <laughs> back by popular demand, take it for what it is. But welcome to Aloha Corner. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Aloha Corner, where we highlight a player, a quarterback, arguably the best quarterback that God has ever graced us with. I'm talking about number eight, the flying Hawaiian, Marcus Mariota. Welcome. Marcus Mariota was uh, removed from IR last week. Did you know that? One week ago. The team will activate him, and he should be active and wearing a number eight black silver and black jersey on Sunday against the Chiefs. Put this guy out there. He'll, he'll not only become the dual threat quarterback that the Raiders need, but this Heisman quarterback will also be another blocker. Uh, this guy blocked for Derrick Henry. Ever heard of that guy? Derrick Henry, he blocked for him to seal a road win in where... Oh, yeah. Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. When was that? Was that a regular season game? Hell nah, bruh. That was the playoffs. <laughs> Put him in. Put him in a tackle. He'll block. He'll block because, you know what? 77 ain't playing. 77 ain't playing, so why not? Put the guy in. Did you know that Marcus Mariota was trending? last week on Twitter. To be exact, he was he was trending on Sunday. After DC's second fumble, Marcus Mariota was one of the top trending topics on Twitter. Are you sick of losing like DC is? <laughs> Are you sick of losing like DC is? Jeez. Maybe it's time for a little flying Hawaiian. Good night, <laughs> and thanks for joining us in Aloha Corner. Yeah, we do. Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Raider Nation. All right, let's get into a little bit. <laughs> Low hot corner is too funny. I hope you understand that that is tongue in cheek. We are not lobbying for anything. It's a freaking goof. Just uh, let's have fun. All right, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you I, talking I said about? all that while Jeff was running back to his chair. Yeah, yeah. No, He's you, the best. For you, that's some real stuff, man. That's real talk, bro. Yeah, that's real talk. Real man. talk. Yeah, man. Real uh, talk. I appreciate it. <laughs> that's pretty good, Jeff. All right. So uh let's let's get into some uh let's get into some game talk. Now look, we're gonna we wanna move on to the Chiefs as quick as possible. We wanna leave this Bills game in the dust, but I think it's important for us to what, what's the word? Cathartic? That's when you kind of share in like a tough time, Jeff, you know? Yeah, we kind of kind of all live in it together. You know what I mean? And we can all we like work through the challenge of it together. So let's um let's do that. And and I thought uh, 
so we had a caller this week, Jeff, that I thought kind of wrapped up where we all felt uh, leaving the the Buffalo game, and it's cousin Sonny. Oh, okay. Co-host currently of of uh, the RFR Rundown, Raiders Fan Radio Rundown, which is in your Merch Fan K podcast feed. Yeah, it is. And uh, so here's what Sonny had to say when he called in. Mother fucking ass, pissing away the season. Mother <laughs> fire him all. Derek Carr four fumbles in the year. What the. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how we were all all feeling after uh, after that after that Bills game, man. That was a that was a rough watch, uh, Raider Nation. You know, yeah. that was a rough one there with those two fumbles in the fourth quarter, man. With Waller and, and Carr both, man. That was uh, that was tough. But there there was some fun um, that was going on in the game, and uh, that's when. Um, uh, Jason Witten, right at the end of the half, caught a touchdown pass. I, I forget if that game, uh, that score brought him within like one point. I think that was what brought it with 17 16. And then we had the ball starting the second half. But, anyways, that was a really fun uh, play and really fun score. And I'm going to play for you a little bit of the mic'd up. You're going to hear John Gruden. You're going to hear uh, Max Crosby. Max! Hey, hey. man! Uh, you're going to hear Max Crosby. Uh, and then. Um, uh, we'll see Derek Hart, John Gruden, Max Crosby, and then Jason Witten there at the very end on uh, on Jason Witten's touchdown catch, which is pretty cool. Go, go! Come on, Derek! Rolling hard, looking for somebody. Fires in zone, grab, yes! touchdown! Oh! Yes! Ah! Let's go win! That's a grown man. Oh. Man's already got a gold jacket. Still active. Show y'all young bucks with some swag is right there. Hey, you know hey. hey, I figured you'd put like that. Put some swag. There's a go. Put some swag on it. Absolutely. Yeah. But cool stuff there. So the reason that I wanted to play that too is that, and I've got another audio clip coming from Witten, is that you hear, you know, the younger guys really have his back. And we, we speculated early on that he was brought in for a leadership role with this team. And clearly that was evident there on the field uh, on, on the game against Buffalo. But then also you heard it afterwards and now look this was a tough loss man there's no way around it taking a loss like that at home i know buffalo's a good team they're a playoff team but there there's no way around it that that was a tough game to uh um to to not only watch but clearly to be a part of yeah but listen to the perspective you get from jason witten here and this and we hadn't featured a lot of his um press conferences uh on rfr but i I do want to feature this because this kind of confirms what we suspected that he was brought in for a leadership role and just listen to this. Like, this is what you want to hear from, you know, somebody that's in a position of prominence with this team when they just got their asses handed to them in the fourth quarter. You learn when you're in moments like this and you go through these games of going on the road uh, to New England and then coming back and playing a playoff caliber team. And I think it says a lot about your football team. And I think when you look at it and say, okay, we're through the first quarter, you saw glimpses of a really good football team and kind of identity of what you hope it would be and what it looked like and Coach Gruden and his coaching staff, kind of their vision. And then you've seen some times where it slipped up and it hasn't looked that way. And so I just echo that message. Look, you understand what we're trying to do. We, we know what we're trying to do throughout the week. We feel like we have the right type of guys that can go do it. And I just remind that of, Hey, look, it's, this is what these games come down to. You look at the New England game, you go score right there before the half, you feel like you got a ball game, come up short. You know, and now this game, same thing. Score before the half, you feel like you got some momentum, and then you come out in the second half. You just you can't allow good teams to hang around 
whether you have costly mistakes on your side or, or whether they make plays. I thought that was an incredibly yeah. fair way to put it. He owned it, which I think that we could all use to do a lot more of. Mm-hmm. We being everybody that's on this football team and us mm-hmm. in real life. Like if you're if you've made a mistake, put your hand up, accept it, own it, move on from it, learn from it. I tell my kids all the time. This is not about the mistakes that you make. It's about what you do in response to them. That's what defines your character. Yes. Because we're all going to screw up. We're all human. And especially when you're an NFL athlete, when you're put on the, the highest of stages, you're going to make mistakes. So own it and learn from it. Yeah. And move on from it. Grow from it. And I, and I thought that it was very interesting there that he mentioned vision. You and I talked about this earlier today in our, in our real world. That it's one thing, when you're in a position of leadership, it's one thing to be able to craft a vision, but then to share that and to have others accept it, understand it, buy into it. That's a whole other story. And yes. you hear it from him loud and clear there. They see the vision. They get John Gruden's vision, and they support it. You know what I mean? There's yeah. buy-in there. So it's not like he's like, eh, I don't like, it's not like Littleton. Well, I'm only doing the best of what I can based on where the coaches put me in position. Right. You didn't hear any of that from, from Witten. Right. You heard from him that you see it. We see it be great. Now, we, it wasn't great today, but we know that it can be, right? Yes. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you got it exactly right. You know, I mean I mean, we can we can circle back to, you know, who who's to be held accountable. You know, I mean, and a guy like a guy like Witten sees that the process can work. Everyone just has to be on board. Amen. You know? Absolutely. So all right, let's let's jump in a little bit of game discussion. Swago, before we uh before we do that, let's uh let's talk chat a little bit. Who's in there? Yeah, so we got Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Rich Raider, Pirate 1975, Tyrone Graves, uh, Havana Cash, Kevin the Raider Nerd, uh, Pirate 1975, Ron the Mater Raider. Uh, who else we got in there? Raider born Rico, uh, uh, Lorenzo Quirez, uh, Kill Jadis, uh, my BFF, Michelle Sweat. We're all in there. <laughs> nice job. Storm, I just saw. Storm, yeah. Again. Good stuff there. So. Let's talk a little bit about the game. And now, look, we, I really don't want to dwell on it because, it, look, it's time to move past it. And we got bigger fish to fry, frankly. Yeah. Like, I know it was a conference game, and it sucks to lose a conference game. It sucks to lose against the Patriots. It sucks to lose against the Bills. But if, frankly, out of all of these five games, and I don't mean this facetiously. I mean this dead-ass as serious as it's going to yeah. come out. Miguel Ruiz is in there. Coach Davis. They both said, say my name. All right. There you go. There you go. If prior to the season starting, if you just said you can pick between the and I'm not even kidding, pick between the Raiders starting four and one going into the bye or one and four and that win win being against Kansas City and Arrowhead, give me the win at KC. Yeah, like it's I I think that it's while obviously wins and losses in totality are important. Mm-hmm. I think that it's it's important from a culture standpoint for the Raiders to do well in this game. Yes. If they get blasted by 30 points, which we all are very aware that is a possibility. I'm not going to say it's a given. I don't root for the team to lose. I never will. But at, look, we're talking about one of the most high-powered offenses that this league has ever seen, and we have a questionable defense. We have a lot of injuries. I know Ruggs and, and Trent Brown were back at practice today. That's going to help us a lot. Well, yeah. Going into a place where our quarterback has never won, like, you know, seven-year career in the league, and he's never won there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not looking great for us. Mm-hmm. So if we can exercise this demon, 
If we can get this monkey off of our back. Yes. I think from culturally inside the building and as a fan base, this is way bigger than what the win and loss column equates to. Does that make sense? That's why, like, the one win in Kansas City against the team at full strength, the full strength, we could take every punch that Kansas City has to throw and and fend them off and win the game. Like, guess who's not going to probably – criticize Derek Carr for the rest of the season at a minimum me and everybody else on Twitter yep you know what I mean yep. because it's like there's this thing constantly lingering over lingering over his head yeah he's never beat Kansas City in Kansas City he's uh-huh. barely ever beat Kansas City in Oakland uh-huh let's take it off the table go beat their ass go be- I don't I don't know how I'm not an X's and O's guy. I'm not an analyst. I'm not going to be Ted Wynn and sit here and tell you that all they need to do this and they need to run this scheme and they need to line up in this formation and they need to do that. I don't know, man. There's people that get paid millions of dollars to figure that stuff out. So you guys that get paid millions of dollars to figure it out, figure it out. Put the other millionaires in place to do it well. Put Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs and Josh Jacobs and all these guys in position to win this game. Because I think culturally... It's very important because this is going to go one of two ways. Because if it goes the way that it very well could, and that's a 30-point blowout, Jeff, it's uh, uh, it's never over because we have a very nice-looking schedule after the Bucs anyway. The, uh, yeah. We have a f- more yeah. favorable. Well, you know, and, but and it's – please, yeah. you talk. Well, so if you were before the season, before the season started, if you would have said, "Hey, we're going into KC two and two, how do you feel about that?" Uh, I think most people would have probably said, "Pretty good." Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, given the start of our schedule, as hard as it was to come out of that two and two, you got to feel pretty good about that. But you know, for us to start two and zero oh, and beat a team like the Saints on Monday night, first game in Vegas. I know emotions were running high, but, I mean, we look good. I mean, even Gunther made the adjustments that he needed to make at halftime to, you know, stop Kamara, to, you know, hold Drew Brees, you know, to a minimum. But, you know, this is a pivotal game. It really is. And, you know, I mean, in every game against, you know, in, in against a, a division right. rival, I mean, and the Chiefs, I mean, especially the Chiefs, it's a pivotal game, but but this really is, you know. I mean, do you go into the bye three and two, riding high? Derek Carr has finally got the monkey off of his back, and you know, and people don't criticize him for the rest of the year. Or do we get blown out by the Chiefs? Does Carr throw two picks to Tyron Matthew, and then we're talking, you know, who's starting at quarterback week six against or week seven against the against Tom Brady? You know what I mean? So. I, yeah, I think this is the most important. This might game be of, the most important game of Derek Carr's career, and John Gruden, in and John retur- Gruden in his return to Oakland. I think this is the most important game that 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 has shown up on the schedule for these guys. And I think that this game, one way or the other, is going to decide careers. I think it's going to decide careers for Trent Brown. Yes. I think it's going to decide careers for Paul Gunther, Derek Carr. John Gruden's kind of a lock. He ain't going anywhere. Like, that guy's not going anywhere. But I promise you, there will be some careers decided on the outcome of this football game. Maybe not necessarily by the scoreboard, but Uh I think, on again, there's no moral victories 
But if there's a difference between playing them close, pushing, like, look what the Patriots did. And for those of you that are critical of John Gruden's offense, did you see the Patriots play the Chiefs the other night? It's the same thing. It's the same damn it's thing. It's that methodical, prodding, short yardage, don't get into third and long, convert a lot of first downs, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand. It's the same thing. But they have a little bit better of a defense to keep up, and they have the greatest coach of all time calling their plays. Right. So the point being, though, like we can do it too. Yeah. We. It's possible. It's yeah. not like... Oh, you know, and look, and I hear you loud and clear, the folks, and I see some in the chat like, we need to throw deep. We need to throw deep. Like, I love that kind of football, too. I'm Kenny Stabler, John Madden, go deep, baby. Like, that's how I grew up. Like, that's my favorite version of the Raiders. Yeah. But that's not what we have today. So right. they're not going to go out and start chucking it downfield. Now, they might take some shots with Henry Ruggs, and they should. But point being, though, is that we're not just going to go out and it's going to be a freaking air raid offense. I think That ain't going to happen. Right. But we don't need it to be because we just saw the Patriots play them very close and really had a chance to win that football game if not for a couple of bad turns if that's cam newton in that game dude oh they yeah they win yeah. right it's, well yeah but i mean you look at the two late picks that that stood them through and all that i mean yeah i mean you put cam in that game i mean they they win by 20 yeah well i mean honestly i mean maybe not that much maybe not but that i mean much but still but, but i mean they, they they win they win i think you yeah. know the close game like that and then they were taking chances and, you know, Stidham underthrowing players and stuff like that. You know, yeah. But, you know, I think the big thing, and, you know, I mean, we've all been talking about it on Twitter and stuff like that. Derek Carr says, I'm sick of losing. So. Yeah, us too. So go win. Yeah. Thanks for joining in. Yeah. Yeah, because we're I'm all I'm glad sick of after it. seven years you're sick of it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So do something about it. Do something go about win. It. I know your defense isn't great. Go win. Yeah. Go score the, points. Neither's the Patriots. Like, there's literally points in that game, and I tweeted this. Like, there's we just played them a week ago. Yeah. And we're watching this game, and I'm like, who is that guy? Who is Olszewski? Yeah. Who is who are these guys? Like, they're literally people that because guess what? Freaking, you know, Patrick Chung is not there. Dante Hightower is not there. Like Kyle Van Noy is gone, and he's in Miami now. Like it's the same story about the Patriots. They turn over their rosters, and yet they're still always in it. Like, uh-huh. when is it going to be our turn? Like, uh-huh. I don't want to – yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to hear the excuses. Like, it's And it's not uh, yeah. just Derek. It's on all of them. No, Anyways. it's definitely not just Derek. It's you know, I mean, Derek. defense, you got to step up. You got you got to come to play. You know, I mean, you're, you're facing one of the most high-powered, crazy offenses that we've ever seen. Crazy, dude. So, step up. Step up, help DC, you know, help your captain because this game has a lot of implications, you know? It's crazy, dude. I'm telling you, I don't know if there's ever in recent history, I can't think of a regular season game that's held as many implications as I, like, seriously, I think careers are going to be decided on Sunday. And so, anyways, let's. Let's do it, Raiders. Come on, man. Let's freaking go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. beat them, man. Let's beat them, man. I, 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 Anyways, all right. Let's move on from that. Enough from us. You've heard us a couple of blowhards here in our bonus room enough. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the uh, let's get to the sea of fan swaggo. Hit the music. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn, compare it to your neighbor's lawn, and complain about having to mow the lawn again. 
Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, you can join us here in the sea of fans each and every week by sending us an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if uh, we read your email in an indefinite amount of times, you can become a made man or a made woman. Or the quicker track is to call and leave us a voicemail. That is at 909-345-3346. That is 909-345-3346. Leave us a message, and if we play it three times on the air, you become a made man here in the fan cave and Raiders Fan Radio. But before we get to those uh, voicemails. We're going to get to some emails, and I believe Swago has got a couple of those before we wrap it up, of course, with the king of the emails, and that is Paul. Jeff, what you got? Good evening, RFR. First off, how the hell did we lose to the Bills? (laughs) (laughs) Defense played great in the second half to keep the game close, but turnovers killed us yet again. Also, congratulations to DC on becoming the touchdown leader in franchise history, beating out Snake Stabler. Uh, Now win a few playoff games to show how clutch you can be like Snake. There we go. Also, quit all the hate hate on my QB. He's the QB for my Las Vegas Raiders, and I'll cheer for him until the day he's not a Raider. Now on to the Chiefs week. Hey, Uh, and, and real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Props to that. Because yes. that, you know what? Like, seriously, we haven't spent enough time on this show. Yes. Congratulating Derek. Congratulations on all, like those, and I said it earlier, those records are earned. This yes. is not because he's a chump. He's a great guy. He's a very talented quarterback, and we want him to be successful. Yes. And so. And as far as stats goes, he is the most successful Raider quarterback we've ever had. And that's And respect applied. to you, brother. I mean, and. You couldn't ask for a better guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, just just a great, I mean, a great Christian guy. I mean, just a just just much respect to you, DC. Absolutely. You right. know, we we poke fun and you know, do our aloha corners and we and we're critical, of course, because we want our Raiders to win. But much respect to you, brother. Much respect. Seriously. And we yeah, and we want you to be the guy. We want you to be QB one. Yeah. And you are QB one. You know, and you'll be our favorite quarterback. Until you're not our favorite quarterback when someone else comes in. Absolutely. You know? So, I mean, we want you to succeed. So, succeed. Right on. Uh, Where I'm at. (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, KC, the Chiefs, they look so beatable against the Patriots. Just the Pats failed to capitalize on crucial moments in the game. Well, that's not going to happen to us against us. I say we go to KC and we beat the Chiefs. If you doubt us, then trade your silver and black for ketchup and mustard right now because we don't want you. The fan base is as diehard uh, who's week in and week out screaming Raiders at the top of their lungs. Uh, Keys to the game. Number one, put Kermit the Frog on his back early and often. This is the chance for salt and pepper to get cooking. And we need them to come up huge. 
Uh, especially with Mo Hurst coming up on the COVID list. Yeah, unfortunate for that. Uh, number two, we need to limit the turnovers. Turnovers have killed us the last couple weeks. But if we clean that up and we get to be more like ourselves, uh, we have more opportunities to win. Number three, DC. Time to ball out. Carr has not played well in KC in his career. And if he wants to shut up the haters, he's going to have to go out there and ball out. Finally, number four, defense, defense, defense. The defense played well enough to win versus Buffalo, uh, and but they're going to have to play even better versus KC because they can't. Because if they can't stop Kermit the Frog in that offense, I don't like our chance of winning. Uh, so now, now he wants us to do jumping jacks. Oh man, I already did my cardio today. Raider jumping jacks, ready? Begin. Okay, I'll do it from the. Here, hold on, we'll do. Are we, are we doing this? I'm gonna do it. I've done right, my okay, damn right, cardio right. today. <laughs> Obviously, I look like I'm yeah, fat. Yeah. I look like I'm nominated for a fat of the week. <laughs> okay, what are we doing? R A I D E R S Raiders. <laughs> oh my gosh. What, are we taking requests now? I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> you all right? I've worked that hard in my life. Uh, you okay? <sighs> You need a smoke and a donut there, Uncle Mosh? Well, yeah. Okay. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, Proud May Man. T- 2019 Gemini Man Award winner, diehard Raider fan. P.S. If this email doesn't get the sizzler, the winner better be outstanding. He's lobbying for his own sizzler. You can't call your own shot, Babe bro, Ruth. Bro. What are you doing over there? What are you doing, man? I love Q-Dog. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider says yeah. that eight almost fell off that jersey. You're not kidding. <laughs> Part of that, it almost got stuck under my boob during one of those jumps. Jeez, oh, Pete. I love it. Also, Q-Dog says, Daniel is my favorite Mangus until he's not my Mangus. <laughs> Mangus 1 until he's not Mangus 1. Until he's not Mangus 1. Oh, my oh, gosh. so funny. You guys rock, man. Oh. See what I mean, chat room? Like, I'm fogging up already. Oh, my gosh. Too funny. All right, Jeff, you got one more. I got another one. Hold on. I got to catch my breath here. Let me take another. Did your tongue swell up? Are you all right? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I read that email pretty damn good, okay? You You know what I mean? No, you did a good job. You should be commended. Commend me, damn it. Uh, Okay. Jeff, you're you're the statistical leader in terms of emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just haven't won much. No, it's, well. Oh! Hey, no comment. (laughs) No No comment. Jokes, Raider Nation. These are jokes. Murph, my swaggy, and welcome back, Sonny. I want to address Derek Carr. My opinion well, on... Have, who would have thought that? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> it's only been the we common theme of we 179. We never talk about him around here. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, take, I'm, I'm crapping on it. Well, yeah. yeah. I'll stop. Uh, okay. My opinion on him has changed. Uh, I've been one of the biggest Carr supporters. I really like Carr as a man and as a person. But I've lost faith in Carr, and I'm starting to lose faith in Gruden, too. Uh, you guys oh. say you hate math, but you like numbers. Yes. Here's some numbers regarding regarding active NFL postseason quarterback wins and losses, records, and playoff appearances. Please keep in mind that it takes seven years for most of these quarterbacks to make it into a playoff game. Uh, listed below with the current NF or the current active NFL postseason starting quarterbacks win-loss records for after for active NFL players that have started in at least one game as a quarterback. Wins and losses records. Okay. Number one, Tom Brady, 30 and 11. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger, 13 and 8. Joe Flacco, 10 and 5. Aaron Rodgers, 10 and 8. Russell Wilson, 9 and 6. 
Drew Brees, eight and eight. Philip Rivers, five and six. Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't matter. Uh, Nick Foles, <laughs> four and two. Nice. Matt Ryan, four and six. Cam Newton, three and four. Blake Bortles, two and one. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, two and one. Ryan Tannehill, two and one. Jared Goff, two and two. Alex Smith, two and five. Marcus Mariota, oh. one and one. Case Keenum, one and one. Matt Schaub, one and one. Kirk Cousins, one and two. Dak Prescott, one and two. Deshaun Watson, one and two. Playoff appearances, but no wins. Josh Allen, 0 and one. Trubisky, 0 and one. RG3, 0 and one. Tyrod Taylor, 0 and one. Teddy Bridgewater, 0 and one. Carson Wentz, 0 and one. Connor Cook, 0 and one. Matt Moore, 0 and one. AJ McCarron, 0 and one. Joe Webb, 0 and one. Brian Hoyer, 0 and one. Lamar Jackson, 0 and two. Uh, Matt Stafford, 0-3. Andy Dalton, 0-4. There are 36 active quarterbacks on this list. Carr is in his seventh year in the NFL as a Raider quarterback. He is not on these lists. Stop Uh, it. Yes, he has lost his chance when he broke his leg in 2016. However, he has not been the same player since. He has lost his edge. Although he played well in the the last game versus the Bills, Besides those fumbles. Uh, his touchdown <laughs> record, cor- uh, QB completion rate, and all of his positive stats don't mean squat without regular season wins. And that leads to postseason wins. I've lost faith in Carr. He's just not an elite quarterback and doesn't have better than average quarterback attributes and stats that lead the team to wins. He is not a mobile quarterback, which is what the league is turning into. Uh, he doesn't show enough emotion on the field to motivate his team members and get the fans excited uh, that he's passionate. I question his leadership. Yes. Wow. He's a Gruden Taking yes. runs over at him. He's a Gruden yes man with no room for originality that makes him stand out against any quarterback uh, on the um, above-mentioned list. I say all this to say this. I'm losing, I'm losing faith in Gruden, too. Both Gruden and Carr don't seem to be learning from their own mistakes and aren't adapting to the current NFL winning ways. Carr and Gruden are tigers that won't change their stripes, and every opponent's coaches and players seem to be having an easy time game planning against our Raiders. Carr supporters, I ask you this. Where does Carr rank realistically on your list of active quarterbacks in the league? I'm tired of hearing the narrative uh, that what Carr needs to succeed is a system on... on continuity with the same coaching staff and players to build chemistry. I call bull crap. If you're a good QB, you're a good QB. If you're a, a mid to mediocre QB, that's what you are. You are what you are. Carr is a serviceable below mid-level QB. That's it. Do we need to wait another seven years? The Raiders need to draft QB in the next draft and groom him for the starting position. If he doesn't work out, flip him for a draft pick and draft another. That's what the Patriots have been doing. I will support Carr as long as he's a Raider, but my faith in him and Gruden is next to nil. Surprise me, Carr. Surprise me, Raider Nation. Stop playing it safe. Take some chances. Get angry and show some emotion. Kevin, the Raider nerd. Wow. Sheesh. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Kevin, you know... um. I'm not afraid to say it. Kevin's a good friend of ours around here. I don't agree with everything Kevin had to say. Um, I think there's some things that I don't line up with entirely, but I think that... That's okay. But I think this is totally okay, and I think that that's the whole point of this show is that we love to hear all forms of opinion uh, and, and, and don't think we have everything figured out. So I, I love to hear an alternate viewpoint 
Um, but I think what's striking about that, and I think this is what where ultimately it comes to, Jeff, is that, um, and not to make it a political reference, but like he's lost the middle. There's the people that are going to have his back no matter what. And then there's the people that don't care for him no matter what. But most of us, I'd say like 90 or 80% of Raider Nation is in the middle. And he's starting to lose the middle. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And that's dangerous. Yeah. And that's where you want the middle back? Beat Kansas City. Yeah. All right, next up, we're going to go to the man. You take a turn. I'm going to take a turn, and I'm going to give myself 30 seconds to breathe. Paul. 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 Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Good evening, fellas. Hope you're all okay. Sunday started well. I had some good food, chilled out listening to some Steely Dan, and timed it perfectly so I could calm my nerves and fire myself up by listening to the latest RFR rundown before kickoff. What followed was entertaining, fun, and educational, but comes a close second to Tales from the Nation, the Tuck Rule special. Jeez, those stats were grim. <laughs> As Sonny said on Twitter, it needed a trigger warning before a, tr- a trigger warning label on that one. I managed to push the negativity from my mind. I've got a good feeling about this one, I thought. Let's see, three and one. But sadly, the night got worse, and the gut feeling I had turned out to be the ham and egg. the gut feeling I had turned out to be the ham and eggs from earlier. Another winnable game thrown away by us. You can't, you just can't make mistakes like that against top-ranked teams and get away with it. I never thought we'd come back against the Patriots once they gained control of the game, but I always thought we had a chance of turning this one around. However, despite the frustrations, I can't get angry with the players. I really don't think we're that far away from being competitive. We've already proved what we can do. We just have to iron out some rough spots. If the same mistakes are being made when everybody is fit, then I'll rant. That's a fair point. That's a fair, very fair point. Yes. If we lose games like this against the Jets, then I'll rant. Fair point. Yes. The mistakes have to be eliminated. We need to stay healthy, and we need to finish drives off in a more regular basis, but the young guys are doing the best in difficult circumstances. I agree as well. Where I'm finding it hard to stay patient is with Paul Gunther. I'm not laying blame on him for everything, but there are problems that need to be addressed and things are getting worse instead of better. You don't need me to tell you the numerous issues, but now the players are starting to look confused. We expected the younger guys to be exposed because of their experience. Ipatch called that months ago, but even the more experienced players are looking lost at times and that has to be coaching, i.e. Corey Littleton's comments, right? Yes. Uh, A change is needed, whether that's Rod Marinelli or someone else, before the season gets away from us. 
And if there's one thing I could say to Coach Gruden, it wouldn't be don't it would be don't let loyalty, however admirable, turn blind because that can have an irreversible effect on things further down the line. I don't expect change before Sunday, but the bye week could be the perfect time. If we went on Sunday 36 to nothing, I'd be happy to give him another week though. The game on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. The game on Sunday is a fr- oh, let me change the camera. Uh, the game on Sunday is a free hit for us. Nobody expects us to get close to the result, so why not be less cautious and throw everything at it? Smack them in the mouth, guys. Any given Sunday, all of that. I'm hoping that Uncle Mosh's glorious autumn storm will be played loudly and proudly. Paul, thank you for the request. Jeff and I talked about that before the show. We're going to save that for when the Raiders play Kansas City at home because we just played the Autumn Storm uh, just a few weeks ago. Yeah, and so, it, yeah, and it's epic. It's epic, and we don't. That's one of those kind of things that you don't want to. You, you don't want to overplay that. Don't overplay. I got to break it out every once in a while, and so yeah. we're, we're going to save it for when we play the Chiefs at home. There are a number of teams I dislike around the league, but I hate the Chiefs and all they stand for, from their pathetic plastic attempted fandom to their smug dork of a quarterback. I don't care how good he is. He still looks like a melting candle. Melt- <laughs> just in case anybody listening thinks I'm just being bitter, I can promise you I'm not. One of the first things I remember learning when I became part of the nation back in the 80s was the hatred for the Chiefs, and it grows like a snowball rolling down a mountain every year. So it could be a rough ride over the next few days, Raider Nation, but try to stay calm, be as patient as you can, and although we're more likely going to need patience... (laughs) This is funny. This is a good inside joke. Although we're more than likely going to need the patience of Caller Greg from Tennessee with this one. Oh! Because Greg's been very patient. He's well, yeah. If we if we get time tonight, we should probably put him on the made men list. What what's our time right now? We've been we're running about one twelve right now. Uh, I don't yeah, think we're gonna have, think time. We're gonna have time. Probably not. Sorry, Greg. Yeah. Finally, this week he has a question. How does John Elway wear a face mask? It must be the size and shape of a windsock. Read that again. How does John Elway wear a face mask? It must be the size and shape of a windsock. I'm off to now. I'm off to st- <laughs> Paul. You're killing me. Now I'm off to stick pins in my Paul Gunther doll. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, and five time, five time, five time, five time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Too funny, Paul. All right, Swaggo, let's hit a break and then jump into the voicemails. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they put out a banger podcast. All right, before we hit the voicemails, I got, I got to tell you about a little something here, Jeff. Go for it. Pirate 1975 is in the chat. Pirate 1975 is one. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of favorites around here, but Pirates 1975. Oh, he's great. Great active uh, participant in the chat. Yeah. Emailer to the show. He goes back to the Mondays with Mikey and Murph show is kind of how he got linked up with us. And Pirate 1975 on that show said, how come Murph doesn't rap? How come Murph doesn't rap with uh, with Mikey? Because Mikey raps... 
at the beginning of the show. And I said, dude, I am far from a rapper. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I love music, but I'm not a musician. And I'm the the furthest thing. Like, I like hip-hop, like especially old-school hip-hop. I love oh, yeah. Run DMC and the Beastie Boys. And I even like, like Olella, Cool J. And like, I love that stuff. But like, I'm not musically gifted in that fashion to rap. But I said, Pirate 1975, I'll tell you what. I will rap if the Raiders beat Kansas City. Yeah. And he was like, deal. So he's blowing up the chat tonight saying, Murph is going to rap. Murph, are you going to rap? Yes, I will honor that commitment that I, Pirate 1975, I believe that was two years ago that I told you that because I believe the last time we beat the Chiefs was when Derek Carr hit Michael Crabtree in the front corner of the end zone in Oakland in 2017. Yeah. That what, was, what, right? what, how many, how many, uh, extra time plays was that? Five time, five time, five time. Yeah, right? in the end zone. But yeah, but I will absolutely honor that. And Swago and uncle Mosh committed to helping me, um, you know, write the lyrics. Oh, and, I'm working on bars right now. Uh, that's what the kids say, right? I'll be spinning bars. Of bars. Not well, I will suck at it, but I'll do it because it's worth yeah, it it's worth for it. us to beat the freaking Chiefs. So, yeah. anyway. All right, let's get to the voicemails. Uh, at the top of the voicemail list is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. He's the capo. He's the leader of the made men and the made women. And so we appreciate Aaron and his participation in this show every week. So we will lead off the calls with that. And don't forget, you can call us anytime, 909-247-909-344. Oh, my gosh. Almost 909-345-3346. <laughs> Leave a message three times. We play it. Gosh, dang it, Jeff. I can't talk. What are you doing? Where were you stung by? <laughs> Leave a message. If we play it three times on the air, you become a made man or a made woman. Yeah, let's you go, do. Let's check in with Capo. Greetings, Don Murph, Consigliere Moss, Underboss, Sonny, Sergeant at Arms for Sizzler, Big Raider Trucker, Mojo from When the Universe Speaks, Ramon the Mean King, Swag Nation. First, I preface this call in full disclosure by saying that I hate the Kansas City Chiefs. I hate everything. From their team colors to the stadium, every damn thing in this city except possibly their barbecue. I mean, yes, the Chiefs are the current Super Bowl champs. And, you know, allow me to remind the nation that they had to come back from 10 or more points on multiple occasions playing the fighting Bill O'Brien's with Gary Ann Conley featured in their secondary, which tells you everything you need to know about that game. A 9-7 and seven Titans team that was no better than that record indicated. Mm. And then the 49ers, coached by a second-generation rat-faced a-hole who still has no idea that running the ball with a lead will win you the game, especially in the Super Bowl. Now, the Chiefs, uh, they didn't beat Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Drew B. Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Williams, Wilson, or Tom Brady, or the, the whatchamacallit brothers. But they had the most cupcake path to a Super Bowl that anybody has ever played. So I'm not buying into any talk that they're the next dynasty and get over that. And speaking of, you know, um, overinflated dynasties, uh, Tom Brady bass for two decades in the absolute crappiest division in football. And now Patrick Mahomes, it's his turn. I mean, if you and the Chiefs fan base think that you've earned any credibility running a preseason quality gauntlet to a title, you are seriously overestimating your place in football history. I hate the Chiefs' kingdom. First, it's just corny, bruh. All of you English majors, <laughs> listen up. Shouldn't it be called a chiefdom after yes! all? Yes! Now, speaking of their fans, and how many nanoseconds did it take from closing uh, the, the final whistle off of that Super Bowl until that fan base became worse, if not more obnoxious, than the mass holes from New England. Now, remember, 
They're the same ham and eggers who booed the moment for racial equality and social justice before the kickoff to start the season in a half-filled, unsocially spaced Arrowhead Stadium. Now, all of these certified hicks from both sides of the Missouri River um, seem poorly distancing once again, while insensitively tomahawk chopping wearing their brand-new number 15 jerseys. Classy, real classy. Nothing like, you know, the NFL trotting out empty racial healing gestures in front of possibly the most racist fans on the planet. I mean, they scream at players for disrespecting the anthem, yet at every uh, national anthem played in that stadium they call Arrowhead, they, they finish out the national anthem by saying, Home of the Chief, every time the anthem sung anywhere in town. What? I hate yeah, the way they do that, man. So and the stupid. manner in which Patrick Mahomes treats steak and eggs. That's right. I said it. <laughs> Ketchup is for French fries only. <laughs> Come on. Up the show, homie. I hate Tariq Hill. I mean, I really hate yeah. Tariq Hill. If you're a parent, you should hate him too. Amen. Amen. Now, from yeah. an ethical standpoint, the Chiefs are the Washington football team now. And before anyone points out that the Chiefs isn't a literal racial slur, slur like Redskins. I mean, it's difficult to hold the high ground whenever your fan base, you know, trots out dumb hicks from an all points imitating Native American war chants and, and completing tomahawk, you know, motions before every game and during every game. Daniel Snyder was with tone deaf, completely ignorant and cash loving owner by his, you know, devotion to holding on to that moniker. But you know what? There is no high ground to be had when it comes to Chief fans. Now, I really want to take some time out to say, F the Chiefs, F that stupid chop they got, F the Hunt family, F Tariq again, F Josh <laughs> Holly, F Mahomes and his insanely annoying fiance. And, you know, word on the street is, you know, she isn't too uh, kind to the casual fan. You know what? If you want to go to a Chiefs game, you better gas up that whip, man, because, you know, you're going to have to drive, you know, a few thousand miles away from the fun parts of that city in order to get to uh, what they now phrases the magafetamine capital of the world. Oh, now, God. the hit list, you know, that 67 Volkswagen van windshield Andy Reid puts on his uh, hat. <laughs> Bill O'Brien for obvious reasons, and we might just have a defensive coordinated vacancy, so holler at me later there. Hey. Uh -huh. And Mike Dicker, you know why. Respect goes out to the made men. Root. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from from a custodian you can rely on, one who can help navigate the big picture, and whose products give you a competitive edge, one who considers everything, what will help you succeed today and tomorrow. Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Oh, my yes. gosh. He hit the applause button. Or oh, my He's gosh. He's the absolute best. Good stuff there. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, man. Oh. So good. Can't beat it. No. Beat it. He's the best. That's why we lead off. That's why he's not eligible to win Sizzlers. And yeah. That's why he's, he'd, yeah, he'd he's be the, the He'd be the 50-time Sizzler Award winner. He just yokes him out of the park with yeah. every single call, man. So appreciate Aaron. And uh, appreciate you holding it down for the made men, the made women, as always. Uh, all right. So let's jump into it. Now, uh, Jeff. Yes. We've got some, uh, we've got some uh, pretty high-profile callers this week really yeah so uh the aforementioned paul gunther the defensive coordinator for the for the raiders called the show this week 
Really? Yeah, no yeah. I was waiting for a reaction from you. No, like, well, because I wasn't super impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been impressed with them all you're season. Like, you're like, oh, that guy. Oh, I thought you said high profile. Yeah, that, and this is this. But is he's good, on the Raiders staff, really. And he called the show. So let's check. No in with, kidding. Let's check in with PG. Oh, hey guys. It's uh, this is uh, this is uh, Paul Gunther, the uh, defensive. Uh, yeah, you know. Since is our guru for the uh, Las Vegas, Oakland, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas Raiders. And I don't, my voice sounds a little funny, but the coach says I gotta wear a mask, so I got my mask. And uh, I just want to give you guys all the Raider Raider fans out there, just to let you know, um, we got a we got a plan for the the Kansas City. We got a, we got a plan. I've been watching the tapes. I'm oh, really good. Excited. Yeah, this will be and, good. Uh, so what what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna I got. I'm going to take all my safeties and my corners, and I'm going to clutter them up in the middle of the field, see? <laughs> and uh, then I'm going to give a head start, running start to the receivers from the Chiefs. And uh, once they get a good head start on, on our guys, then I'm going to send a linebacker to, to pursue them. And, uh, and, and, you know, if you catch it, try to make an arm tackle. Uh, and it, it's, uh, that's, 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 that's the plan. And they're not going to see it coming. So, um you know, real excited about it, and uh, we think uh, we think we think we, we think we got a real chance. So, um, uh, anyway, just wanted to give you guys a little bit of reassurance and let you know that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm doing my best, and, uh, and I got my mask. He's doing his okay. best. I'm doing my best, and I got my <laughs> mask on. Can I got my mask on? Perfect. Dude. Well, you know, he might need to save that money because he might be the only coaching staff that didn't get a fine. But uh, he's well, going to have to save that money. mask off? Oh, he did? Yeah, in the game. So you may not have caught it. So ah, in, in the big the, stupid. So he's sitting there, and he's got his mask off, and they're showing him on camera. And the other, whoever was sitting next to him, one of the other coaches goes, hey, 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 you're on camera. And he put his freaking mask back uh -huh. on. Yeah. Oh, my God. But let me tell you why that is so genius. And that is our good friend, Chuck Splatterhead McCann. Uh, it, <laughs> that is amazing because... If you go back and listen to any Paul Gunther press conferences, oh, that that wasn't that wasn't Paul Gunther. No, that wasn't Paul Gunther. Oh, that was, that was Chuck Spider-Man. But that's and I want to <laughs> and I want to shout that out, not to not to rat him out, but like that is a genius impression. If you've ever heard Paul Gunther in a press conference, yes. that's exactly what he sounds that's exactly like. Exactly what he sounds that was like. So good, Chuck. So, anyways, appreciate that. Appreciate that, <clears throat> Coach Paul Gunther, uh, calling into the show. All right, um, crowd favorite around here. We got many. Well, yeah. One of them is Eyepatch. Eyepatch called before the game last week. Oh, okay. So this is the only call out of all the calls. When we got a bunch to get to, this is the only one that came in kind of under the wire, and we didn't have a chance to feature it on last episode because it came okay. in like uh, like on Saturday or something. Anyways, okay. Let's check in with Eyepatch. Murph, what's going on? Eyepatch calling in. What's going on, boys and girls? Uh, should say Murph. I hope you had a good time out there in Vegas. Do crazy things out there. I don't know if you're still single or maybe if you got married. <laughs> a lot of trapples out that way. Well, hey, listen, Eyepatch. I went with with uh, with with Jeff, not Max. My boo, Max. Yeah. The, the original intent was to go with Max, which it, high possibility. You never know what could have happened. Yeah. But since it was Jeff. Sorry, bro. I love you. Bye. I, I, I you. asked him to go, but he said no. <laughs> I'm marrying you in Vegas. Yeah. 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 Uh, so if you got married, congratulations. <laughs> but anyway, I've been listening to a lot of, you know, the old media going off on the Raiders this week. And God, you know, 
the sky is falling now because we lost, and everybody's on our ass. You know, uh, I don't know what people expect. We're not going to go 15-1. and It's not going to happen, people. It's, gonna, it's a long season. We're going to have a lot of ups and a lot of downs. So if you can't take it, you don't want to ride on the ship, like I said last year, put on the blindfold and walk the plank because it's not going to be a, a smooth ride at all. You know, everybody wants to fire everybody, pick this player up, pick that player up. You know, Masha's cousin, uh, Rex Ryan, ain't walking through the door. <laughs> so he's going to be with Gunther because, you know, Gruden's loyal to him. He has never said a bad word about him. So we're probably going to have Gunther all season long, so get used to it. You know, as far as the defense goes, I don't see Jesus Christ coming down and playing middle linebacker for us either. So just just put your chin straps on and, and look forward to a, a, a... Was that when he was at the University of Nazareth or something? Did he play defense? I don't know. Game against Buffalo that we need to win. It's a winnable game. I know we're missing a lot of players. There's a lot of players missing everywhere else in the league. So you just got to buckle down and get a win because after this is Kansas City... And they they can lay a 50-burger on us with no problem. And I'm not talking about the over-under being 50. I'm just talking about the Chiefs getting 50. Yeah, so I feel you there. you need to get this win. It's going to be a big game, 3-1. and one. We'll, we'll be in good shape to even take a loss against KC. You know, I'd like to smack them right in the chops, but it ain't looking too hot right now. Anyway, it's going to be a tough game. Just stay together, nation. Stop sniping at each other. And, uh, you know, everybody's still blaming Carr for everything. You know, we had a lot of dumb penalties, cost us big, big plays last week. We got him pinned down with stupid penalty. Carr hits carrier down in the goal line, we get a penalty. You know, it, we, we shot ourselves in the foot. That was a winnable game. We lost. Deal with it, people. There's going to be more of them. Anyway, I hope everyone has a good week. Let's go, Raiders. You know, stay together, people. Stay together. Ciao. All right, good stuff there from my patch. I love it how he ends it there. He goes, let's go Raiders, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, we're trying, man. Yeah. We're trying to hang in there with you, Raiders. Cautiously optimistic oh, for the game. Oh, my gosh. Give us something to root for, please. Yeah. Give us something to root for in Kansas City. All right, next up, uh, guy, we got to meet uh, Jeff a couple weeks ago. Yes. Our, our buddy Ruben in Vegas guy brought, brought us that uh, – uh, that signed um, uh, 60 flyer this yes. from the Raiders 60th uh, anniversary season. And uh, got a chance to meet Ruben and his lovely wife down at the Stage Door Casino in Las Vegas. And so I appreciate him calling in this week. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Ruben in Vegas calling in, you know, after the loss, whatnot. Really quick, um, just, um, you know, the car tying the snake with the 150 touchdown. Have you guys ever thought, like, a lot of people blame car and whatnot, but you guys ever have thought or, you know, think that maybe Carr has hit his, like, ceiling as a quarterback. I mean, just something to indulge on and think about, you know, like, he seems like a good person, a great motivator or speaker or whatever, you know. But maybe he's hit his ceiling. Like, maybe he's hit his limit where that's just what he's going to be. It's just a stat guy, you know, like, yeah, he tied the out. snake or passed the snake or whatever. and Maybe he just hit his ceiling already. I don't know. Anyways, I'm here poolside up here in Lake Las Vegas, and pretty pretty crazy, man. I know you guys won't believe me, but the actual Buffalo Bills football team was staying here at this place I'm at. I'm not going to say the name over there because, you know, I'm not supposed to be saying whatnot, but I asked the, saw the, the, the big gentleman, big guy. You know, I'm, I'm 6'2", but saw a bigger guy, 
and he had a mask on and it had a Buffalo Bills uh, emblem on the corner. And I asked the valet, I'm like, hey, uh, are the Buffalo Bills staying here by any chance? And he just gave me a smirk with his mask on, which was the Eagles mask, by the way. And he couldn't deny it or confirm it. But after speaking to housekeeping once the game started, um, yeah, the Buffalo Bills football team was staying here. And it's pretty crazy because where I'm at, it's very secluded. It's very, uh, it's Las Vegas area in actual called the Lake Las Vegas. And, uh, there's no casinos, there's no slots, there's no nothing. So it's away from the strip area, whatnot. But pretty crazy, you know, like I said, I saw there a couple of guys walking around and they weren't supposed to, but yeah, I just find that there were very odd people, you know, height wise and size wise. And like I said, they had a little Buffalo Bills logo on their mask. But pretty crazy, pretty stripping, you know, little staycation, as we call it here in Vegas. You know, we don't go out and uh, we go out and stay out here. We call it a staycation. So, so they'll get away with the family. Sitting here poolside, Ruben in Vegas, checking in. Wouldn't do the tire Raiders till I die. All right. Good stuff there from our buddy Ruben in Vegas. That's interesting. Very interesting. And I think my big takeaway, and I want to hear from you, Jeff, is that I'm looking at it right now. It's a little bit, Lake Las Vegas is a little bit northeast of Henderson, Nevada. So that's about for all intents and purposes, dead east of Las Vegas and the Strip and the Legion Stadium and all that stuff. So- and, I, and I bet that's where a lot of the uh, a lot of the opposing teams are going to stay. Uh, those teams are probably going to want to keep their players away from the Strip. Uh, you know, which you know we we're kind of hoping that that was going to be an advantage for the Raiders this season. That a lot of the players and stuff, which I mean, I'm you sure put them up at the Luxor and let them run loose. Like, right. Go exactly. Nuts, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'd rather so. see Josh Allen at the craps table at 3am on a Saturday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly yeah, like, right. what, yeah, you know, but exactly yeah. right. But, but yeah, I think that's, that's probably what they're, you know, when people are coming into Vegas, that's their game plan. That's their game plan. Get yeah. out. Get mm-hmm. out, absolutely. Yep, yeah. don't get involved in that stuff. That's good inside info there from our buddy Ruben in Vegas, man. Appreciate the call this week. All right, next up, Swago. Yeah. You know the city. Well, yeah, we do. You know the city, Raider Bethel Colony. It wasn't good to watch. You know, the Raiders did fumble away. A lot of opportunities to come back to this game. And we lost by seven points. I mean, this is not the end of the world. I mean, the Bills didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. We really did. The team really beat themselves. Um... I feel like the two biggest momentum killers was the Foster Moreau penalty that got the Nelson Aguilar TD got called back, which, by the way, Nelson Aguilar, I'm so glad he's balling now. He's, he's been one of the surprises of this team. And then the Darren Waller fumble, which I believe we were on the Buffalo 30-yard line, and just didn't do anything about that, and that fumble just killed everything. And then the Derek Carr fumble didn't, didn't help. But anyway, this week... It's a big week. I don't care how good the Chiefs are. Sorry, the Kansas City jackasses. I don't care how good they are. <laughs> I don't care if they won a Super Bowl. I don't care if they have Pat frickin' Kermit the Frog Mahomes. I hate those Kansas City jackasses. Come on. I hate them. Will the Raiders might lose? Maybe. Paul Gunther's defensive scheme is going to stop Pat Mahomes? Hell no. But I hate them so much. And please, Raiders, can you beat this team? I hate these Kansas City jackasses. Ever since I started becoming a Raiders fan, this is the one team I'm like, I want them to beat them every year. Can't stand these guys. Anyway, as always, go Raiders and beat the damn Kansas City jackasses. (laughs) Amen. Come on, Beto. Let's go. Love that, man. Just let's go. One time, Jeff. Some call it insight. 
Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from, from a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture and whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash go independent. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. One freaking time, man. Well, yeah. Hit it again. I had you muted there. Yeah, you had me muted. Yeah, hit it again. There you go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, you know, Jeff, we love to get new callers to the show. Yeah, we do. Uh, it's always awesome to get new callers. Uh, always to see uh, new folks working towards that made man. Or made but you know what's even better? What's that? When you tell us who you are. Yes. And so this occasion, we've got a great caller or great call from a new caller, but he didn't say his name. Yeah. But I know that uh, he's from the 619 because I can see his, his area code. So oh, maybe it's Ray Mysterio. You know what's so funny you just said that? <laughs> uh, dude, I had something planned for you. Uh -uh. The, I swear, at the end of this, I was going to say, Jeff, do you know where 619 is? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, first off, it's where my mom lives, but. Right, which is where? <laughs> San Diego. San Diego. And I was yeah. going to say, there's one, not beside being from California, but there's one very distinct reason that I know yeah. where 619 is. Oh, 619. <laughs> Oh my gosh, same, same. Yes. Oh my gosh. Same, same, dude. I we, love that. We're on the same page, bro. I love bro. that. Absolutely. So I yes. hope we don't get in trouble for playing yeah, that. Yeah, it's either. It, don't sue me, the WWE, the, the for playing The two other people were Ray Mysterio and Mojo. <laughs> Those are the two other people that yeah, live yeah, in yeah. San Diego. The two other people, absolutely. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's check in with our new friend, the caller from the 619. Hey, Raider Fan Radio. This, this is a really upset moment for me because it's like. At what moment do we just let Mariota play? Swad Jeff, I know you you loving this right now. Effort <laughs> that Derek Carr put out there on the field was absolutely horrible. He ain't, he ain't throwing interceptions, but God dang it, he is fumbling. And I get it. He ain't got his starting left guard. He ain't got his starting right tackle. But the great ones... They, they, they step up in the pockets, they make the throw, they get downfield, they show some heart. They don't sit there and play patty cake with the damn football, and it's almost it's almost a freaking fumble. It's like he's giving the game away. I've seen way better play from Bruce Gradkowski, from freaking Terrell Pryor. All right, maybe not Terrell Pryor, but goodness gracious. Can we please? And I, I'm not one of those Raider fans that was like, oh, we're going to win every game because I've been a Raider fan far too long, and I understand we're going to lose some games, and it's not going to be our fault. But these last two losses, it's been on our on our quarterback. It, 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 I mean, yeah, we're competitive, but at the same time, it's like, dude, stop making these mistakes. Please. Please. It's not EA Sports, it's not Madden, and it's not the refs. It's it's the play on the field. And it ain't John Gruden. And and I know a lot of people want to blame Paul Gunther, but the players gotta get out there and play. Now I gotta 
hurry up because I think I got like 54, 55 seconds left to keep on oh. talking to you because Google Voice is, is, I can feel them breathing down my neck. <laughs> so, you know, I want, I want to thank y'all for listening and I want to thank Mikey, Mikey Raider for putting me on top of this show because this show is amazing. Thank you. You know, it's, I want to say it's almost as good as Raider Central, you know. <laughs> Old we'll school, Mikey Raider. But, you know, regardless, I'm a Raider fan. I, I drove past a Raider fan today. I yelled out Raiders. He he put his fist up. So we still there. We still there. But I got to go because we're real close and he's coming. All right, bye. All right, good stuff there, man. Yeah, right on. So that's somebody that's heard our show plenty of times, man, because very aware of... You know, of of, uh, of Google Voice breathing down yeah. his neck, man. He got the three three minute time limit. He nailed it. Well, Two yeah. minutes and fifty eight seconds, man. Great stuff there. Oh my gosh! So appreciate you. So call us back again. Uh, tell us what your name is, and uh, and we will put you down as uh, two calls towards becoming a made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. All right. So we talked just a second ago about Ray Mysterio, right? WWE legend Jeff. Sir, what would you say if I told you we now had a phone call? From a WWF legend. Oh. It's the Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the Macho Man Raider Savage. <laughs> and I'm here. Jesus 907. Because he's a bit pissed off at our team right now. Yeah. The Macho Man was watching the game. Yeah. And he saw that the Raiders couldn't hang on to the ball. It was making Kill Cheetahs very angry. Yeah. This is Kill Cheetahs. Yeah. Really <laughs> because it's been four weeks in a row that the Raiders have been fumbling the football. And three weeks in a row that the fumble has been lost. Yeah, that's not good. No, no, it's not. It's almost like we need to break into the players' houses, knock them out with chloroform, and inject them with the sweat glands, sick them. That's right. <laughs> Stick them into the glands, yeah. And maybe then, maybe when they're sweating sick them, they'll be able to hold on to the ball, yeah. But at least old man Jason Witten got himself his first Raider touchdown, yeah. It was a massive piece of a play, but the Macho Man wasn't happy. No, no, he wasn't. Because the Macho Man Raider Savage saw an offensive pass interference play, yeah. Offensive pass interference. Oh, yeah, he saw it. Because while Jason Witten was running his route, he dropped his old man Kane and tripped up the defensive back enough for him to get open. Yeah. Maybe Jason Witten needs to use a walker next time. Yeah. The loss means nothing. Yeah. It means nothing. Nothing but a cup of coffee. Yeah. The Macho Man Raider Savage built the disturbance of the force. Yeah. As if hundreds of thousands of tables cried out in pain and suddenly were silent. <laughs> but it's only two losses. Yeah. And Raider Nation needs to move on to bigger things. Yeah. Bigger things such as taking on the whole Hogan of the AFC. The Gadget City Chiefs. We got a date with destiny. Yeah. And vengeance is our destination. Yeah. It's time to be the rivals that we are by outcoaching the big red Michelin man. And now give some sense into that punchable face that the Kermit the Frog quarterback has. Because it's time, Raider Nation. We are the tower of power too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey, skies unlimited. It's the... Ooh, yeah. Oh my gosh, hit the button for you. Oh, oh my gosh. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
That was so good. Great job there, Kill Joe. I'm guessing that's not the Macho Man Randy Sa- or Raider Savage uh, coming to us from uh, from the ethereal plane. That is, uh, well, yeah. that is one Kill Jadis 907. Oh, my gosh. Great job, dude. That was an amazing call. Awesome stuff. All right, so, hey, we got some, as the kids say, Jeff, doozies this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So I love it. We love the calls that are creative most. Like, I love your hot takes. Yes. But we love it when you're creative, your impressions, of course. And when people sing, and no one oh, sings. Well, I, a- I know who this call is. Well, of course you do. Who is it, Jeff? Because well, it's not me. So, it, <laughs> so it's Houston Raider Steve. It sure is. We're from our swag, Jeff. The men and women, big men of Raider fan radio listeners. Uh, boy, it sounded like the mass unit. Da 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 da. Anyway. After that, <laughs> let's get let's and hold on and let's keep a running theme here. So he just hummed an instrumental, uh, not sitcom, but uh, television show theme song. Yeah. Okay. So that's genre one. Okay. All right. Uh, Game in Buffalo. You got to think of that song by Gunnar Reed in the movie It's a Wonderful Life. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight. Come out tonight. Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? By the light of the silvery moon. Okay, so now he went classic cinema. Sure honestly, did. Donna sure Reed. did. I was in. I was in. It's a Wonderful Life. That was one of the first plays that I did with Uncle Mosh. That's exactly right. Episode genre number two. Check yeah. off. Anyway, uh, Mass Unit. It's a uh, boy. This team with uh, hearts and the prayers go out to uh, our uh, Moe Hurst and everything dealing with COVID. Yes. And I hope yeah. it, uh, he gets through it quickly. Speedy recovery. And the Raiders are uh, looking like, uh, man, I don't know how it looks up in Kansas City and everything. It doesn't look very good with uh, patchwork because all the teams didn't have, uh, obviously, preseason games. I wish them the best. And all I can say is, uh, Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. Place da 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 The ladies, I'm waiting on. Something like that. Anyway. <laughs> <So> he went... <laughs> I believe that song's from the fifties. I'm going to Kansas City, Kansas City. Here I come. Right. So yeah. that's that's like fifty. Is that like Chubby Checker? Not Chubby Checker, but like Fats Domino or something. Oh yeah, like that. It's yeah. Be. So genre number three. The first guy to ever go triple genre with his singing on this show. I love it. Love it, Houston Raiders, Steve. Boy, that Kansas City song. Everybody knows that one. But anyway, go Raiders. We're back, baby. It's going to be a struggle if we can just get through this uh, game against uh, Kansas City. Then we have the bye week. Then, of course, we got the Tampa Bay, and then it gets a little bit easier. I'm concerned. Buffalo's a strong team, 4-0. Go Raiders. Awesome job, Houston Raiders. Steve, man, you crushed it. That's Love, amazing. He's the best, man. I he's love the, that. Who, whoever. What, how many Raiders shows can you consume on the internet, Jeff, where you get Donna Reed references? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, you don't. No. This is it. There's a one There's one place yes. you can get Donna Reed. Absolutely. And, and your Raiders at the same time. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Good job, Steve. <laughs> All right. Next up, another. I tell you, we got crowd favorites galore coming here. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. Here, he's, this is my wife's favorite caller. Hey, light the candles. Turn the lights down low. It's time for Rico. Hey guys, Raider Bonrico here. So first of all, let's chill out. I don't see any drama. We are even no positive, no negative record yet. Let's not start throwing the crap into the fan like a bunch of monkeys uh, or, or firing people like we own a football team. Uh, what kill us against the Patriots? 
uh, was the inability for the offense for execute when they got the chance and uh, the liability of the linebacker spot for stopping the running back. Quick wasn't there, still no Tanner Muse, Littleton is slowly becoming a Bruce Serving type of player. And what kill us against the Bills, I mean, the secondary, we need a respectable pedigree veterans back there. Then the absence of incognito is starting to penalize us. He's a great leader. We need him. He's a great player. And then the offensive calls. I mean, um, Chucky, don't get me wrong, I love him for that because he's a, he's a human being. He's a down-to-the-earth man that right now is questioning himself. Should I play old school? Should I play new school? Well, in that game, John, you should play old school. I mean... Third and one, fourth and one, whatever it was, uh, a couple of plays like that. I can't recall it exactly now, but uh, they, they were looking like an option uh, uh, type of running, uh, like you're running with the quarterback, which everybody knows that you're not going to run with the quarterback. I don't really get this type of uh, run on third and one when you have a fullback <clears throat> and uh, you just pound the fullback. You pound the all offensive line, pound the fullback, and go for the down. That's uh, elementary football, old school football. You should play like that. But anyway, all this liability, all this problem, I think the, they are possible to fix. Uh, one positive thing uh, is about the defense. I mean, we got a good ability, and it is the ability of containing the quarterback. When uh, Cam Newton went in Miami, uh, he passed for 155 yards and rushed for 75. Against Seattle, 397 and 47 rushing yards. Now he hit his lowest uh, against Las Vegas with 162 passing yard and 27 rushing. Now, Josh Allen, which looks like he's the new dearest of the NFL, against the Jets, he passed for 312, rushed for 57. At Miami, 415, 19 rush. Against the Rams, which they have a pretty good defense, 311 passing yards and 8 rushing yards. And he hit his lowest at Las Vegas, again, 288 passing yard and minus one rushing yard. So if we're able to contain the quarterback and uh, fix uh, the problems we have, I think the only other things we have to do is not having our fingers covered in butter. Yes, no butter Amen. fingers, please. Uh, Uncle Mosh, I'm not talking about the candy bar. So if we <laughs> keep the ball in our hand, we were, we're going to be able also to go in Kansas City and beat the freaking Froggy Mahomes and all his bunch. I mean, and for all of you that are going to watch at that game and they're going to think we're going to lose, well, th th there's no problem. you got the right to think it, but that... If we lose, let's just not be mad and not be surprised of the result. So with all this, say, I love you, and I'm out. Oh, my gosh. He's the best. I love it. Uh, he is the best. Let <laughs> me <laughs> shout it out. <laughs> Don't worry, Uncle Mosh. I'm not talking about the yeah. candy bars. QB uh, Jeff says he needs a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I tell you, when you hear us laughing a lot of times, when when especially when, during any of the calls, but like during especially Rico's call, Rico's call, just the a chat. Lot of it's the chat. We're not laughing at necessarily Rico's. Rico's no. got some awesome 
football takes. Like, oh my gosh, he's yeah. I love his takes, and so we're not laughing at his takes. We're laughing because the chat room from all the comments in there, and this is why if you're not in the chat room uh, during a live episode, of I need to have a drink with Rico. Wouldn't you love? I'd to, love to just you have a beer with that guy. Just I'd love hang to. out and just chop it up about the Raiders, yes. man. Absolutely, Rico. If you're ever in the states, let us know. Like oh, if you yeah. ever come into town for a Raider game or whatever, oh we would love to meet up with you, yes. man. So hey, so speaking of the chat, uh, Swaggo, before we get to the last call, yeah. uh, who's in there tonight? Yeah, so we got Killed Jadis, Pirate 1975, Raider Born Rico, uh, Greg Lira, uh, who else we got in here? Aaron the Q Dog Raider, uh, Freddie Chavez, uh, QB Jeff, uh, Lorenzo Quiraz, uh, Ron the Mater Raider, Pirate 1975, Michelle Sweat, uh, who else we got in there? Uh, I saw Adam Hill in there. Uh, Coach Davis was in there. There. Uh, was was Adam Hill? Did I did I? It's hard for me to see the chat as we're going through the show. Yeah, um, I can catch it every, out of the corner of my eye every once in a while. But did I see Adam Hill say something about he was the caller in six one nine? Oh, I don't know. Is that what he said, Adam, Adam Hill? If that was you, Adam, or if you're in there, let us know yeah, if that was let us you, know brother. If that was you, so we can give you credit for that, and then call us two more times. Well, and, yeah, and you become yeah, a and John, John Q's in there. Jay Pat Raider J, uh, Running Bears in there. Uh, oh, who, Running Bears, yeah, nice. uh, Raider Vic. Uh, we've got everyone in here. Right on, man. Good. Got, got to go. Oh, there's oh, Adam, Adam Hill says yes. All right, so there's Adam Hill. So that's one call towards one being call, a made man. Adam Hill. Adam Hill, give us a call again, buddy. And and not, that, yeah, and not Ray Mysterio. Not Ray Mysterio. No, it's not Ray Mysterio. It's cooler because it's Adam Hill. Because it's Adam Hill. It's your best friend. Well, yeah. Well, yes. One of. One of. Well, you, you got a long list of best I got, friends. Yeah. I got a long. Yeah. It's I like, got a lot of best friends. It's like me. Well, yeah. You're one. Mosh. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah. Max. Max. And Adam Hill. Yeah. And Marcus Mariota, of yeah. course. But well, he doesn't and know Marcus it. Mariota. But he doesn't know it. And my wife. <laughs> Well, she's more than just your best friend, though. Well, like, yeah. like we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the best friend zone. You're, yeah, you're in the friend zone. She's in a whole, you guys are in the friend zone. She's in a whole different realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. Shout out, Chris, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Shout out, Chris. All right. I love you. <laughs> Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, next up, let's get to our last caller of the night. Miguel Ruiz is the second call. One more time, Miguel, and you can become a made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. What's up, Raider Nation? What's up, chat? Made men. Uh, this is Miguel Ruiz coming from Bakersfield, California. Um, that was a pretty disappointing loss that we saw in the first thing that Coach Gruden comes out and says. He was proud of his guys for the game that they played. Well, I wasn't too proud of it, and I really, I really didn't like it. Um, I didn't see any adjustments. I didn't see any sense of urgency. And I really hope that we go up to play Kansas City, that we do play with a sense of urgency and there is no um, play calling that's, you know, doesn't look like they're trying to win. Because let me tell you what, Kansas City, they're going to be firing on all cylinders. And uh, I hope to see some improvements. I hope this call finds everybody in good health and you're all wearing your masks. And, uh, Hope you all have a good week. Just win, baby. Peace out. 
All right, good stuff there yeah, from Miguel man. Ruiz, man. One more call, bro. One more, man, and you'll become the next made man. He's on the short list. Well, yeah. There's only a and couple. And tell your wife to call so we can play the made woman music again. Oh, there we go. You love that. <laughs> love it because I did it. And we don't have anybody on the short list of made women right now. No. 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 We because uh, No, we need to replay the, the, the episode where Michelle Sweat got made. <laughs> so we have Just ha- so I can hear it again. And we have two. We have Haley. And then, uh, and then Michelle. That's it. We're the next two. So if uh, you listen to the show with your... We need to get caller Greg's wife to call in. Jen? Jen. Absolutely. We need to get her to call in so she can become a made woman. Well, if we get time. If we get time. No. <laughs> you know what? We'll, hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you what. We're going to make time for her. You know what? Be, now that is funny. That would be epic. That would be funny. Greg, have Jennifer call the show three times. So and she she'll can become made. a new made woman, and then yes. we'll get to you when we and have time. And we'll get to, yeah. Well, th- that same night, we might make you if there's time. Yes. If there's time. If there's time. Yeah. All right. So now, speaking of that, Jeff, speaking of the callers tonight, okay. uh, whether it's calls or emails, we award the Sizzler Award to the best email or phone call throughout the course of the week. Yes. And that always goes to Uncle Mosh, and in his absence, it goes to Swag Jeff. Swag, yeah, it does. Swag, yeah. who's so, the best tonight? Uh, <clears throat> so... Daniel Mangus, who lobbied for a sizzler. Yes, he did. He lobbied for a sizzler. He called his shot. There ain't nothing wrong with that. No, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Love confidence around here. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, but he lost the sizzler because he made me get up and do jumping jacks. He had had to work out a little bit. I got to work out a little bit. Yeah. So, so he gave us the keys to the game and made us and made me work out a little bit. Uh, Then Kevin the Raider nerd goes in on Carr and Gruden pretty hard. Wow. Uh, Yeah. You know, but but. Good you know, takes, Kevin. Respect, Heavy bro. Heavy handed for Kevin. Respect, bro. You don't hear that from kind of sentiment from Kevin. You know often. what? I can dig it. Yep. I can dig it. Absolutely. Uh, then, of course, we got Paul uh, who uh, talked about uh, talked about Gunther and said the bye week may be time for his exit. Uh, and he wants some more Autumn Storm, uh, of course. And he also said that Mahomes is the melting candle and Elway has an extra large COVID mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got into the voicemails where we heard from Capo, of course. We heard from uh, Chuck Splatterhead Gunther, who called in with his game plan. Called in with his game plan, Patch, who said, don't give up on these Raiders. He's hopeful for a win. Uh, Ruben of Vegas said, uh, this may be as good as DC gets. And he was also spying on our opponents yep, down great. there in, in Lake Las Vegas. Uh, and uh, Beto, you know the voltage. Nine volt. <laughs> well, yeah. Said Aguilar's balling, and uh, the fumbles are just killing us, man. Uh, then uh, the caller in the 619, no, it's not Ray Mysterio. It is Adam Hill, who said he's ready for some Marcus Mariota. Uh, and keeping track of Google Voice, and shout out to uh, to Mikey, who turned him on to the show, yeah. which I didn't know that, which is awesome. Uh, Houston Raider Steve, who uh, Ron called uh, Steve Dora Radio, who gave us many different genres of entertainment. Uh, Rico says chill out don't throw the crap in the fan like a monkey <laughs> that was pretty, like a bunch of monkeys well yeah that was awesome and and miguel ruiz uh who uh isn't proud of the bills game uh we need to play with a little bit of urgency let's get out and one more call bro and you will be a made man yes. but tonight Uh-oh. the winner of the raiders fan radio sizzler award goes to macho man killed jadis oh, oh yeah the sizzler. 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 Sizz
from The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Catching touchdown passes in the back of the end zone, Aguilar. How about Aguilar catching everything? Oh my gosh. He's got, playing great. The dude's got a touchdown in every freaking game this season. No okay. drop passes. Okay. Like the thing that plagued him that got him, you know, run out of Philly. Uh, I, ain't seen him, I ain't seen him drop a pass yet. I hope we didn't just jinx him. But looking good, Aguilar, holding it down for the wide receivers yeah, while bro. we're down our. He's, our, only, our, he's the only our, Raider holding on to the tough, ball. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. How about that? Anyway, so appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate you joining us here. For this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 179, you can jump in and join us anytime you like in the chat each and every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock or around thereof Eastern. Uh, that is at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave, or you can find us on any podcast service by just searching Murph's Fan Cave, M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. And last but not least, if you got any extra money, when you when it comes time to the giving season, give to the One Nation Foundation. Well, you can yeah. find us at onenationfoundation.net. Thank you for all of your support. Thank you, Swag Jeff, for being here tonight, man. Well, yeah. This was a lot of fun. Take us home. Yeah. Well, and if you don't want to donate to One Nation Foundation, go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear and go to Fanatics like I do about every freaking day. <laughs> and uh, and a portion of that will go to uh, go to the One Nation yes. Foundation. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone that's in the chat. Tyrone Graves, my BFF for life, Michelle Sweat, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Running Bear, Kill Jadis, the Sizzler. Award winner tonight, Raider Born Rico, uh, Pirate 1975. Uh, who else we got in there? Uh, we've got uh, Raider Born Rico, uh, Freddie Chavez. We've got everyone, Adam Hill. Uh, we have the whole crew in here. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And don't forget, boys and girls, on behalf of Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. What happens in Vegas? It started in Oakland. Good night. Eat at Dominico's. Yeah. Let's beat the Chiefs. Let's beat the damn Chiefs, man. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 
as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.